about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. Hello, family and friends. It's me, Asia, and... Jaina! <laughs> and, to- <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 8th Amendments. Woo! Bill of Rights! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, period. Um, so we're going to start off with the 4th Amendment, which is um, just the right of people to be secure in their, in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures, um, and it should not be violated. And so during this time of trying to get this Fourth Amendment ratified, um, our founding fathers thought it was a God-given right and a fundamental right to be able to not have to be subdued to such, I'm not going to say tyranny, but like tyranny. <laughs> um, but um, during this time, America wasn't like itself. So we were still under British rule. So the British saw the colonies as like, money-making machines, so, you know, they impose lots of taxes. And um, because of these taxes, um, the American colonies would um, smuggle, trying mm. to get around these taxes. So <clears throat> Parliament issued, like, a writ of assistance, which is basically a warrant. And a lot of these warrants were brought in general and happened for... Uh, sometimes they could happen for no reason. Like, tax collectors could interrogate about your custom goods, like, things that you've made... Or um, they could also require, like, cooperation from anybody. So if you weren't cooperating with them, you could possibly go to jail, which is crazy. So they did them dirty. (laughs) They did them dirtball. And once again, customs agents could uh, search people's property without notice or reason. And to me personally, I feel like that's stupid. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It kind of, it's like, mm, let us benefit ourselves yes, exactly. by going through your stuff without any reason to. Yes, like, <clears throat> what's the point of you going through my stuff if you don't want my stuff? Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so in uh, 1757, um, a legislator in Massachusetts passed a law that um, outlawed the general uh, search and seizure laws, meaning, like, general meaning they were um, not needed. Like, a lot of the search and seizure laws that they had weren't needed. And um, so once this law was passed, I think about, like, six months after King George passed away, this writ of assistance were no good anymore. And so it started this debate on whether they should add um, the Fourth Amendment to the Bill of Rights in the Constitution as a whole. And so for the British, they had a um, – I'm about to tell you about – he's – Superb. There's this dude named James Otis. He was originally the lawyer for um, the Crown and the Colony of Massachusetts. Yeah. And he was supposed to defend the writ of assistance, but he was like, nah, bruh, that's oh, not it. I don't, I'm not about that. And so he resigned from his position in the Massachusetts colony and he became a lawyer for 50 merchants who sued the government for claiming oh, that writ of, writs of assistance were unjust. And so um, he represented the merchants for free, which is crazy. Period. And future president John Adams was there when um, he gave his speech about why the writ of us. It's this is so random, but like he was there during his speech, and um, he said um, the speech that he gave was the spark in which originated the American Revolution, mm-hmm. which I think it's pretty great. 
pretty cool, pretty fun, pretty fun, pretty fun. Um, now, like, with the Fourth Amendment, it was originally for the federal government. But because of um, due process in the 14th Amendment, it applies to local governments as well. Huh. Um, it only protects from Ill- illegal from government officials. So, like, if an, empo- an employer was to, like, snoop through your stuff because they think that you're doing something wrong, it doesn't violate the uh, Fourth hmm. Amendment, which is crazy. And there are, like, other certain exceptions to, like, the Fourth Amendment, like the pat-down for reasonable, suspicious behavior. Or um, if a police officer saw a crime being committed, the police would have the right to arrest without a warrant warrant because, like, you're being a danger to society or whatever. Well, I guess that makes sense. But the employer one's interesting. You would think they would need a reason. Like yeah, that. I thought I was thinking about that, too. That's interesting, like, though. Dang, that's crazy. Anyway, and there are others like the Plain View Doctrine, the ex, I'm going to say this wrong, sorry, the exempted circumstances, mm, like mm. student or the student <laughs> property on school grounds. So, like, you know, when they have like the search dogs coming here sometimes and they like, put us on lockdown yeah, and they're going through our stuff. Yeah, that's not violating our Fourth Amendment. Hmm. So, um, I mean, that makes sense because everyone is here and like we could die. Yes. So, and um, another thing that I found very interesting was, um, if a police officer was to, like, search somebody's house without a warrant, any of the evidence that they t- obtain would be counted as, like, illegal evidence. So they, they can't, can't use, use it. it. And that's under the Fourth Amendment Exclusionary Act. And um, it was first seen in Weeks versus the United States, which is a, a Supreme Court case, huh. which is crazy. <laughs> I think I saw, I think Stater talked about that last year. She did, didn't she? Probably did. I, I just, think I saw it on I kind of like slacked out during a push, so you know, we're trying mm. to make it. But um, there are some exceptions to the Fourth Amendment Exclusionary Act. Like, um, they may use the evidence to question a witness, um, but the evidence that they use can be challenged later, which is weird. Like, you can't. You can't use it, but you can use it to question a witness. Like, you so can, you can be u- like, so. Yeah, mm. you can't use it, but you can use it. They couldn't see me do that, but I was dangling in front of her face. <laughs> oh my gosh! Or, or um, evidence gathered in good faith by an officer. Good faith meaning like it was a faulty warrant, and the police officer didn't know. Mm, they <laughs> didn't know. They didn't know. They saved in their butts. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Alrighty. So then we're gonna talk about the Fifth Amendment. Mm. So it was added in 1791 by Mm -hmm. James Madison, of course. And it's basically, uh, it just says that there's procedural safeguards designed to protect the rights of the criminally accused. So like it, it keeps it to where you're like protecting yourself and you don't have to like, you know, being held accountable for committing a crime unless you've been indicted correctly by the police. Mm -hmm. So they can't just be like, you're going to jail, bud, unless they are like, Mm. And it's kind of like where I yeah. plead the fifth came from. Yeah. You're not having to like incriminate yourself by going, I, I did that. Oh, yeah. I feel like the world would be so messed up. Messed up if everybody was just like, I did it. <laughs> I feel like there would be like a lot more people in jail. I feel like there'd be a lot of innocent people in jail. A lot of innocent people in jail because they don't want, maybe because they don't want like a family member that they're trying yeah. to come up with. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you see Switch to Birth when Bay tells Daphne to take yes! Daphne's place? That's what I thought about. Mm. But, so the Fifth Amendment 
is filled up of five different clauses, mm-hmm. which I didn't know, so I found that interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like the grand jury clause, the grand jury exception clause, the double jeopardy clause, the self-incrimination clause, the due process clause, and the eminent domain clause. I didn't know that it was filled up with all that. Well, I'm still trying to learn about the government as a whole. 17, what, what? But, <laughs> so, like... Like, the grand jury clause, it says that you cannot be charged with serious federal crimes except, like, with an indictment by a grand jury. Mm-hmm. So they can't just be like, federal crime. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom, you're gone. <laughs> and, like, the self-incrimination clause, it's, like, the most familiar parts of the Constitution for American public. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knows about that one, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's the cl- clause that guarantees that you don't go, you, like, don't have to testify against yourself. Mm-hmm. In trial, which yeah. benefits you because if you lie under oath, mm-hmm. you're toast. So it's like if you do, like, let's say murder, that was so violent. But like, <laughs> if you murder somebody, and they you can't don't... make you testify against yourself. Oh, okay. Because I was under like... oath, you have to tell a whole truth and nothing yeah. but the truth. So like, when they they can't call you up there because if you lie on yourself to avoid jail, uh-huh. you're under oath and you're oh, lying under I oath. I thought you were talking about like, cause like right now, a lot of kids in immigration, like hold it, being held in immigration have to like testify for themselves. Like they have to explain why they're in the, in this country and why they want to be in the country. I thought you were talking about that. Like mm. if you murder somebody, you can't, if you don't have somebody represent you in life. We'll get to that. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. The imminent clause, like the imminent mm-hmm. domain clause, you shook your head at that one. Mm-hmm. That one's like saying like the gover- like if the government ever needs to take, quotation marks, take yeah. your property for public use, like a is building, that, yeah. they have to pay you like a really good price. Yeah, is that, that kind of like what they did with the levy in Muncie? I think so. Because uh, they tore down all those houses over there so they can like make the levy. So I don't know if that would be the same thing or not. If we're wrong, let us know. <laughs> Period. Comment down below. <laughs> okay. oh. The Fifth Amendment is like innocent until proven guilty. That's where that saying came from. You're innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Like when they say that to you, that's where that's from. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I found I thought that was interesting. I didn't know all the clauses were up in there, but yeah. they are. And... This amendment really helps the people, if you think about it, because everyone's like, what, what? We got some time. Period. (laughs) You know, it was all about people protecting themselves in the courtroom. Yeah. Which they didn't have that before the Bill of Rights was there, Mm -hmm. because, you know, Britain was like, mm, you're gone. (laughs) And then, with the Articles of Confederation, no one had protection, so they were still like, mm, you're gone. (laughs) So, James Madison was like, oh, no. <laughs> Just We're kidding. protecting ourselves. <laughs> Just kidding. You I'm not going to jail. Mm-hmm. So, well, he could, but he has those rights to remain <laughs> silent and innocent until proven guilty, you know? So right. So, that's crazy. And, like, it was mostly, like, it's crazy because the Federalists were like, we don't want the Bill of Rights. But then the Anti-Federalists were like, oh, no. We're getting them. <laughs> and then now that we do, we have all these rights. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. So we're yeah. going to jump to the Eighth Amendment and then come back to the Sixth Amendment because 
I know that's a lot of talking on your part, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump to mine real quick. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> you're <laughs> so welcome. I think about other people. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So the Eighth Amendment basically says um, excessive bail, uh, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishment is or should be required. So excessive bail meaning like your bail shouldn't be set at like a hundred million dollars. There's, there's no <laughs> way. And then, um, no excessive <clears throat> fines is like, actually, I'll give you an example later. I feel <laughs> like if Trump were to be arrested, he could like get his wife to get up in that money and be like, Oh my God. Be like, mm, <laughs> post my bail. <laughs> you know? Post my bail. Or like, who's the dude that made Facebook? He's, he's loaded. Mark, you're, is he, it Mark Zuckerberg? If he got arrested for all this, mm, mm-hmm. you know, he could probably be like, someone bail me out. I'll PayPal you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, so um, the British Magna Carta uh, kind of started this in 1215. They started um, the excessive bill, the excessive things, which kind of led us to be like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so they thought in the magna carta in 12 15 that the punishment should match the crime so if you murder you get murdered (laughs) what you gonna do (laughs) what you gonna (laughs) do (laughs) okay and then (laughs) later on down the road um they would put this amendment in the English Bill of Rights, meaning like the British Bill of Rights. I didn't know the British had a Bill of Rights. The British have a <laughs> Do Bill they of have rights? maybe I'm saying this wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm Comment sorry. down below. Comment down below. <laughs> I'm 17. <laughs> I'm trying my best. But do the British have a I don't know, bill but of if rights? they do, I'm about to tell you. If they story. did and they snatched our <laughs> our rights out of there and put it in theirs after we separated from them. Wow. Because they were like, wow, we got a couple copycatters on our hands. Huh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, there's there was this dude, this dude in, in uh, Britain at the time. His name was uh, Titus Oates. Okay? I like that. Or was it? No, it was in Britain. I was thinking about like the era of America at that time. But it was um, in the colonies. I guess there were, yeah, colonies. And this dude named Titus Oates, he was convicted of lying in court. So, um, for his punishment, he was imprisoned. Uh-huh. And he was annually confined to a pillory for two days, which means, like, you know those things where you put your head through and your arms and they, like, oh, latch you and you they just kind of dangle there? they tomatoes at you in cartoons? Yes. Mm. That, uh, that's basically what happened. So, like, one of the two days, he was whipped while tied to a moving cart. So, oh. like, they, like, push this cart down through these um, places, and they, everybody was just able to, like, whip him if they That's wanted That's rough. And then sometimes, like you said, like, it's comical, but throw tomatoes in that, and, like, vegetables like and all. Like, at the cartoons were, like. Yes, like, in the cartoons, like, they really did that. Like, Tom and Jerry, Tom and the. Yes. And, oh, my God. And, like, though this punishment was, like, normal for the time period, well, they were, like, making it normal through the time period. A parliament was like, bruh, we, we can't. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> we can't. We can't keep doing this. But there was this dude. His uh, He was a British jurist and judge. His name was Sir William Blackstone. Love Ooh, that brand. fancy. I know. Sounds like a makeup brand. Blackstone. 
But um, he was all for like cruel and unusual punishment. And he thought that the cruel and unusual <clears throat> punishment clause, which kind of, um, not kind of, it makes cruel and unusual punishment illegal, um, was there to restrict the choices of judges and make them follow the established rules. And um, this dude, George Mason, uh, was kind of like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he wrote the Virginia uh, Declaration. Declaration of Rights, which uh, Thomas Jefferson got uh, most of his ideas from for the Declaration of Independence. So, huh. God bless George Mason. Um, he said, and I quote from an excerpt, and I think it was one of his speeches. I'm pretty pretty sure it's one of his speeches. Correct us if we're wrong. Once again, correct us if we're wrong. Comment down below. <laughs> um, um, that excessive bail ought not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Which, um, it's the first statement of belief regarding the rights of man, which I know. James, this is crazy. <laughs> I know. And of course, you know, James Madison included this in his list of original 12 amendments. So James Madison was like, hold on. Hold on. Oh, this, needs... this doesn't seem right. Yes. And um, for the Eighth Amendment now, like some of the punishments are banned completely. Others are banned for excessive in comparison to crime or mental competence meaning um if you murder somebody they're not gonna murder you unless the crime was like it was heavy like it was heavy crime like the death penalty kind of yeah kind of like the death penalty huh i know or and mental competence meaning like if your iq is low enough or if you have maybe i don't know once again correct us if we're wrong maybe in my mind, I'm thinking like mental competence, meaning schizophrenia or mm, like a disorder. Yeah, like a disorder. Maybe they would count that as mental competence, and they huh. won't. They won't. Uh, I'm trying to think of the court case, but there was this court case where this man murdered uh, somebody. He murdered somebody, and because his IQ was so low, they didn't put him in jail. Is it like how you can plead insanity? Yes. And they put you in like a nut house? Yes. But they didn't put him in the nut house. They because just he like, just had a low IQ. Yes. So like, it's kind of like they, their thought process was, he doesn't understand. Yeah, he doesn't understand what he was doing. And I was like, mm. if you have, excuse my language, but if you have the balls to like murder somebody, you know what you're doing. You know. We're going to get an F because of that. <laughs> Snyder, forgive us. We are sorry. Oops. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, there is a court case, a Supreme Court case, Wilkerson versus Utah in 1878. And basically, this man murdered. Murder. Murder seems to be like a recurring thing with us, but that's okay. He murdered, he murdered somebody. I forget who he murdered. He murdered a person. He murdered a person. And um, this was a court case that kind of really put into effect the death penalty kind of not being a thing anymore. Because it says, like, drawing and quartering, burning alive, disemboweling, and public dissection, obviously, is cruel and unusual punishment. Public dissection? So, like, going back to Titus Oates, like, his was cruel and unusual because um, it was in the public eye and... They were like whipping him and throwing. That's, crazy. That's basically humiliation. Huh. 
that's nuts. Nuts. <laughs> and um, like he had death by firing squad. Oh. Which is crazy enough. Like when you stand them, like line them up, and yeah, they're like you stand on the pole, and they're like, boo, 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 boo. and then like, you're gone. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. oh, but the Supreme Court was like, yeah. Be like what, the Salem witch trials when they press that dude to death. Yes. Oh gosh. Oh my god. They didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Human life was not valued. Yes, exactly. And um, then there was this other thing. It's uh, taking away an American citizenship is considered cruel and unusual punishment for a crime committed. So, like, honestly, you could be, like, a radical anarchist or, like, a traitor. I don't know what they call it. Like, like if you cut off the flag, they don't call you a traitor. They call you, what do they call? Oh, I forget. It's something bad, but... Um, it's something we probably shouldn't say on record anyway. No, it's probably something we should know, but we don't. But that's okay. Sorry, Stater. <laughs> Sorry, Snyder. Snyder. Sorry, everybody in the social studies department. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um... So, taking away somebody's um, American citizenship is cruel and unusual punishment, which I found very interesting. For the time period that we're in right now, because I feel like... Um, Trump is out of control. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because, like, the flag is, like, the flag. You know, yeah. like, everything that, like, uh-huh. we stand for is that flag. Yeah. And, like, people can just, like, mess it up and they're not considered, you know, whatever the word is, you know. <laughs> whatever the word is. You know, like, We'll find crater. out. We'll find out. We'll Google after. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Comment down below. <laughs> Um, but, um, ooh, I lost my thing. Oh. Okay. So, um, also executing someone who is under the age of 18 at the time that the crime was committed violates the Eighth Amendment. Oh. There was another Supreme Court case. I don't know these court cases, court cases to save my life. But there was another dude. He murdered. I think it was his mother. He murdered his mother. But when he murdered his mother, he wasn't 18 at the time of the crime. I think he was 16 or 17 or something like that. So they just didn't... Yes, but a lot of people were like, he should be tried as an adult. He should be tried as an adult. But the Supreme Court was like, well, he was underage at the time of the crime, so... We do have that thing now where if you're, like, 17, you're, like, can be tried as an adult. Yeah. But, like, they can't, like... Yeah, they can't, like, kill you. (laughs) Like, mm, gotcha. And then, um, also... Um, harsh treatment or racial treatment in, like, prison conditions is considered cruel and unusual, which makes sense. Huh. Because you shouldn't ever, even though they are criminals, you shouldn't ever treat anybody bad because of what they did. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there was this dude. This dude, I don't know how to say his name. It's like Mr. Baja Kajian. I think mm-hmm. that's how you say that. Um, so, in 1998, he was fined. $357,144 for taking more than $10,000 out of uh, the U.S. without reporting it. Huh. And you're allowed to take the $10,000. You just have to report it. Huh. But the Supreme... No. But the Supreme Court was kind of like... It's excessive for the crime committed because it was only $10,000, but they're finding him more than that. Yeah. So... 
which makes sense to me, but I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else. Um, that's all I have for the Eighth Amendment, so you think, sis. All right, uh, Sixth <laughs> Amendment. So this is, like, the section of the Bill of Rights that guarantees a citizen to, like, a speedy trial, a fair jury, an attorney if the accused person wants one. Mm-hmm. Because some people are like, nah. Nah, yeah. And then uh, the chance to confront your witnesses who are, confu- like, you mm-hmm. know accusing the defendant of the yeah. crime, they can be like, mm. Oh. Oh, so, ooh. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> it guarantees you the, like, it guarantees the rights of the defendant themselves, including the right to, like, a public trial mm-hmm. without necessary delay, unnecessary delay, uh-huh. and the right to a lawyer, impartial jury, like. Meaning, unnecessary delay, meaning, like, you're in jail, and they're, like, You'll get your court case in a year. Yeah, they, like, like, they can't unnecessary... keep you in there without your trial if it's not, like... Speed, like, a right to a speed trial. Like, they're supposed speed. to, like... Yeah, okay. You know, get like, it going. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Like, what's the most... Do you know the most time they can, like, hold you? I don't, actually, but I, I don't imagine... I don't think it's more than, like... Um, I don't think they can hold you more than a month. I feel like if, they, if they're backed up, it's understandable, but, like, yeah. I don't think they can keep you in there... If you're next in line for a trial, I like I don't yeah. think they can just skip you. Yeah. I think it's just when you're up in when line your for turn. your trial, they oh. have to make you okay. like. Okay. So like, all of them include like what I said, the right to a speedy trial, mm-hmm. which is like you have to be tried quickly before mm-hmm. you're charged, mm-hmm. or like a public trial. So you have to be like, it, it has to be public. I mean, I don't know what else to say for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the right to be judged by an impartial jury. So corrupt people like. You can't just, like, have, like, all of one, like, type of person that's, like, ooh, we all agree. Uh Because then you're kind of corrupted in a way. Yeah. Tried without actually being. Yeah. And, like, the right to be notified and the nature and your circumstances. So, like, Mm -hmm. you have the, like, right to remain silent. Anything you say, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, what the cops say to you when you're being arrested. You have to be notified of what's going on. And, like. The right to confront your witnesses. Mm-hmm. So, like, if someone's like, yeah, he did it. <laughs> he can be like, uh. Did I? Did I? <laughs> because you're opening your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then the right to find witnesses who will speak for you. So, like, you can have people that are like, oh, my boo bear would never. <laughs> <laughs> my boo bear would never. <laughs> like, that's a mom impression. My boo bear would never do that. Mm-hmm. That's oh how my I picture God. it. That's what I picture. Mm-hmm. Or the right to have a lawyer. So, like, someone that's, like, actually went to school to protect you mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Like, you have all of those just in the Sixth Amendment. It's, like, kind of, like, just protecting everything in court. Mm-hmm. So, I got all the legal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, like, okay. Hmm. It's, like, oh, no, I guess James Madison was just, like, mm, if I'm ever tried, this is what I would want. Exactly. <laughs> so... It's kind of the same as the fifth. It's just like mm-hmm. we weren't being treated right at all. We weren't having the rights we should have yeah. when being arrested and like yeah, it's being tried. So we were like, like the anti-federalist yeah. view, which is basically the uh, power should be given to the states and local governments and not just the federal government. Yeah. Because anti-federalists felt like the federal government was corrupt. For sure. So, For sure. Of course, like. And then you have, like, people like George Mason that supported the Fourth Amendment. James Adams, question mark, for the Eighth, because, like he said, 
He said, he like, said his it, speech but... sparked, like, the hmm. revolution, but we don't know about that. And, of course, James Madison, because he wrote all of the amendments. So... Yeah. <laughs> and... These amendments, they kind of just, uh, they were like, mm, the government has to, per- like, they have to protect you. Uh-huh. So the government's just like, here we are. Yeah. And the people are like, protection, protection, protection. protection. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. like, you know, but how would you feel like, what would you think would happen if none of these, like, four amendments were in the Bill of Rights? I feel like, for the day and age that we're in, That's I feel funny. as though... The Fourth Amendment is one of the most important ones. Oh, for sure. Because, like, even though we have awesome police officers and they're and they do their job like amazingly, like, yes. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> it's hard not to think about the bad ones when that's all the media talks about. Oh yeah. So it's hard to believe that those same police officers wouldn't abuse their power even more they are than they already have by um, without the yeah by. Having search warrants for no reason. Oh, for sure. Just in general, because they, because I know for a fact, not everybody in this world is good. Oh, yeah. Not everybody in this world is going to do right by you. And I think that's the part that sucks the most. Because you could be the most nice person in the world, and out of nowhere, somebody just searches your house because, just because. And then a dirty cop could obviously, yeah, find something. Yeah, and I feel like um, the country would crumble even more than it already is. For sure. Because we're in a wild time right now with wild 2019's nuts, dude. 2020's about to be even more nuts. It's like all the mass shootings that are Mm -hmm. happening. Could you imagine all those trials if we didn't have all those rights in place? Bro. They'd all be gone. Yes. (laughs) Just crazy chaos. People, 